Welcome back to the Pulse Podcast. Just a quick little note before we actually start the cast itself. In this episode, we had a roundtable discussion, so the audio was a little here and there. Uh, but that's okay, we try new things. Break, break down boundaries, break down barriers, fun stuff like that. Uh, and in addition, at one point in the cast, I describe a patient that I treated. Uh, out of an abundance of caution, I bleeped some of that so that the patient would not be identifiable. Although I don't think they were in my initial take, but you know, better safe than sorry. So, hope you enjoy the cast and see you on the other side. Okay, well, hello everyone. Welcome back to the Pulse Podcast. My name is Jeff Ross. I'm a third year resident in physiatry and today I am joined by two lovely co-hosts <laughs> and guests. So I'll let them introduce themselves. Chloe, do you want to go first? Yes, I'm Chloe. I'm a first year physiatry resident. Awesome, awesome. I'm Ashley. I'm a first year internal medicine resident. Now, Ashley, you are the returning champion because I believe you've actually hosted an episode of the Pulse I podcast. I did. I did host my first podcast last awesome. episode. Well, it's wonderful to have you back. So, uh, just to let everyone know, today we're trying a couple new things. First of all, we're having a roundtable discussion, which is brand new for us here on the Pulse Podcast. So me, Ashley, and Chloe are just going to sit around the table and have a chat. And the whole point of today is to talk about how residency impacts some important moments in our personal lives and how that can be challenging, but also an area for growth and maturity and moving forward. And uh, yeah, so it, it really came to my mind because of the Christmas holidays, because this is the first year I have spent Christmas away from my own family. And I had to spend Christmas away from my own family because as a resident, I had to be on call. Somebody had to work Christmas and I happened to be the one whose number was drawn. So I worked Christmas. I was on call for, I think, six days straight, seven days straight over Christmas. And uh, as a result, I couldn't go home. I'm from Ontario, so I couldn't fly home, couldn't get on the plane. So I ended up here in Vancouver for Christmas. So it was a a very different Christmas for me, and it made me reflect on how residency moves into our personal lives, even when we may not want it to. <laughs> so I don't know which. So I'll, I'll explain. I'll I'll say what I did for Christmas, but maybe you guys can just tell us what you did for Christmas first. I don't feel like talking forever here, Chloe. <laughs> um. Well, I feel like mine will blend into yours. It may, it but may. my Christmas day was spent on CTU. So I had my little morning rounds with my team and seeing all the patients who unfortunately had to be in hospital over Christmas. And then I went home and I spent Christmas with my extended family. So as Jeff said, I'm from, or did you say? I'm from Ontario. We're both from Ontario. So my immediate family is in Ontario, but I live with my aunt and she's like my second mom, essentially. Um, So I sort of had a family um Christmas that being said it was just different it was just not the usual it's weird going from working to then opening stockings but everyone already did their stockings so I just kind of sadly opened my gifts um there was no (laughs) there was no taking turns like I just kind of opened them partially by myself which also (laughs) felt weird but really efficient like I I was done in maybe 15 minutes CTU's really gotten Um, away (laughs) and then and then we and then we had Christmas dinner and you came which was nice and a couple of you know friends came over and we played games and it felt a little bit more like a regular Christmas 
night, but then went to work the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty much the Christmas day. It just felt different. It was the first Christmas that I felt like a grown-up. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the first time where I kind of felt... Not that the magic of Christmas was gone, but it just didn't have that whole two-week period of bliss where you kind of do nothing for a week, <laughs> and then the next week, your week is kind of like, oh, let's reflect on the year, let's be a better person, and then you get New Year's, and then you make all these drastic changes. It just didn't have that. Definitely. What about you, Ashley? What did you get up I to? I feel like it does lose the magic. If you don't get to, like, wake up in the morning and have a nice breakfast and be like, what did Santa put in my stocking this year? Yeah. Yeah. Like, my parents, and I, the one thing I will say is I think that I got a lot of pity this year. <laughs> like, everyone just kind of felt a little bad that I was far away and that I was sort of alone. So I got a lot of, like, Extra gifts. You got pity gifts. I got pity nice. gifts. I got probably like one or two extra little presents. I know that's not what Christmas is about, <laughs> but it's but it's nice. It's nice to get presents. And did it feel good? Yes. Yes, it did. Wow. Dr. Haldane with the deep thoughts. <laughs> what was the best present? Um, let me think. Oh, it doesn't sound as good, but... My grandmother got me uh, slippers, um, which doesn't, like, sound, like, that exciting, but I just didn't have them, and um, I kind of needed them, and they are so cute. So they're, they're just, like, these little dog faces, and they're not tacky at all. They're just, they're, like, grown-up <laughs> dog face slippers. I think, I think we're done here. <laughs> Alright, what's the best thing you guys got? I, I want to hear what Ashley did for Christmas. I really want to see the dog slippers too that are not tacky, at all. not tacky at all. They're not, not, tacky, they're not tacky. tacky. You'll want them. <laughs> they, were, they were from the Bay, no doubt. Why are we still talking about <laughs> Just giving some holiday shopping tips. <laughs> Ashley, what did you do for Christmas? Um, I actually, so I was on New Year's coverage, so I had Christmas off. Mm-hmm. Um, but my family doesn't celebrate Christmas, but my partner's family's in town. Um, and his family, his parents are divorced. So we had a series of different variations of family members at different dinners. So we had a lot of dinners. Sounds like a lot of food. But you guys spent time with good. It was good. Yeah, it was fine. We had some like very competitive Catan games. His like sister-in-law's mm-hmm. like cutthroat. Like if she mm-hmm. doesn't win, it's game over for everyone. Um, sounds terrible. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's really fun. It's fun. We played the extended version of Catan, which is like the Knights and Cities and Knights. Cities and Knights. Yeah. yeah, which is like very next level. Yeah. And when you're trying to also like teach a 60 year old Cities and Knights, it's a bit challenging. It's really, yeah, challenges people's patience for sure. But we're getting the two different experiences of residence here. Residency here, because Chloe had to work on Christmas. You thankfully got Christmas off, but that meant that you worked New Year's. Mm. Whereas Chloe was at the clubs on New Year's. I was what? No, what did I do? No, actually, I went to bed at ten. It was hard to yeah. stay up. It was hard to stay up. Chloe, and... you're kind of ruining the narrative here. What's the narrative that like, we have exciting times on New Year's? I mean, I don't know. I feel like when you're younger, I think one, I think that New Year's is overhyped. I will say that. Okay. Um and. I like to go to bed early. I like to be productive and wake up early the next day. So 
you know what? I think that New Year's isn't a timed thing, Spoken even though you have like a Like a true type A physician. I need to wake up and get some work um, done the next day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, what did I, I think I watched uh, Venom. I watched nice. the new Venom, which... Is that good? So the first hour is fantastic, and then the next like half is just Off crappy. Mm-hmm. But Tom Hardy really gave it his all. So I commend him for that. It just wasn't a great story. I don't think Venom is a strong character on his own. I think he really does need Spider-Man. So for the podcast listeners who don't know, Chloe's a big comic book fan, so we really just delved into Chloe's passion. Do you think it'd be better if Marvel just did the movie instead of Sony? Um, I don't, I feel like Marvel, I feel as though, like, I think that Marvel has a huge, like, obviously they have a massive monopoly, so, like, I don't mind when other people get involved. Like, I think that... Sony, you know what? You gave it a good try. Um, but I think that Marvel now just has this, like, like recipe for a film that I'm getting a little tired of. Will I watch all of them? Yes. Do I love all of them? Yes. But I'm ready for something different. So Sony, Sony tried something else. I'm so glad that we could prove the stereotype wrong, that we're not all just nerds. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys just talked about Sellers of Catan and the Extend Pack. Okay, well, blah, I have blah. engineering degrees, so that kind of comes with the territory. But I'm going to bring this back to Christmas, because we're supposed to be talking about holidays, how it changes with residency. So you were right. This year I had, um, like, I don't have any family in British Columbia. I moved here for residency. My closest family members are like 3,000 kilometers away or something. So before Christmas, I had no plans and I was whining about it at half day incessantly. I think most of my co-residents were sick of me. And so (laughs) Chloe said, well, Jeff, I'm hanging out with my own family who are my extended family. Why don't you come hang out with us? And then maybe you can stop bothering everyone. Um, And it ended up that, uh, like that day I ran a code blue yeah. Early in the morning, yep. and then managed to get out of the hospital and head to Chloe's for dinner. So that was quite the shift of gears. Let's just back up. <laughs> can we just back into the point where you were running a code blue? Yeah. What, what were you doing that you ran a code blue? So at GS Strong, we have patients that occasionally like have acute medical issues. So we had a guy. It, it was a really lame code blue, but nonetheless, it was called. He had a <laughs> which caused him to lose his airway, and so his SATs dropped. Did you intubate? I did not have to intubate. The mm-hmm. magic. of uh, and a little bit of jaw oh. thrusting oh. goes a, a long way. Okay. A long way. Mm. Like I said, lame code, code blue. But nonetheless, like, I don't know. You go from that. I used to hang out with my yeah. parents on Christmas. but And it was and it was weird, too, because I remember you telling me that you were running a code blue and you were going to be late. And then <laughs> the conversation with my extended family, none of whom are in healthcare, and me going... Yeah, I know he's. Um, there's just there's something going on at the rehab hospital, and it's he's gonna be late, and they just didn't. And then him explain what a code blue is, and mm-hmm. they were like really worried. And then yeah. they were like, "Well, do we eat? Do we not eat?" <laughs> <laughs> and so we started eating. <laughs> no, we we no, waited. You waited for we me. waited. Yeah, we you waited, waited for, me, for, you. for sure. Yeah, yeah, we did. I was, I was bringing dessert, so I was an integral part of the meal. You were because mm. once they found out you were bringing dessert, we yeah. gave up on dessert. You got a and bit more respect. Was, a lot and more it, respect. And it was and you like so my aunt Sheila was the one who essentially hosted it. True. And then you met several of her friends. Yes. All of whom are the type of people that like to I guess get involved in the younger people's lives. <laughs> so they loved Jeff. Loved Jeff. I brought Jeff. dessert. They were like He's handsome, he's a doctor, he made dessert, and it was sweet, and it was tart. Wait, who are these women? They're my aunt's friends. Like how old are they? Um, like mid-50s, I would say. Guys, we're getting off course here. I need to chart us back on course. There's a lot of stuff that you're going to cut out. (laughs) I don't know how much cutting I'm going to do, but 
the point I want to get at is that like while residency demands a lot from your life, it also provides these opportunities for kind of new and cool situations. Like I had never bought a Christmas tree before because I'd always been going to my parents' house for Christmas. But this year I bought my own Christmas tree. It's sitting to our right. As is we it real? Spot. It is real. Mm. Oh, it's a real tree. Yeah. It's Christmas tree pickup day. Tomorrow, I'm aware. Yeah, thank yeah. you for reminding you have me. the app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's an app for Christmas tree pickup. <laughs> hey, if, it's 2019. If you're if you are forgetful, and one Vancouver changes this is again off topic, but Vancouver changes their <laughs> waste collection days. Why don't you just keep it the same and shift it when there's a holiday? I don't understand. So it changes all the time, but if you have this app, it reminds you and it tells you when garbage pickup days, recycling pickup day, and when special yeah, days like Christmas app. tree pickup days mm-hmm. are. So big, big, like I got my first Christmas tree. I ended up doing something every single day of the Christmas holidays just, just because I was finally forced to like try and hang out with new people and like make new friends, all that kind of jazz. And it was kind of fun in the end. I had a really good time at Chloe's place and it was really awesome. It was so nice of you guys to invite me. Nobody had to invite me, but I suppose my whining was intolerable. So maybe it was kind of forced. I let it go on for a while. Like I didn't, I didn't immediately, I didn't immediately invite him. I was like, let's see, let's see if anybody else does. And then it got to a point where I said, I think I'm the only option. So he got the pity invite. You got the pity gifts. Yes, yeah. So it's like a big. It was a really sad. Yeah. That's the thing, right? When you move to do residency, and like your life changes, and sometimes you just need the pity gifts. Sometimes you need the pity hangout. Mm -hmm. But I had a really awesome Christmas because I got the pity invite. And I feel like that's, you know, that's a change in life that I was never really expecting when I started residency. Uh, normally, you know, I hang out with my parents at Christmas, but this year I I had to really, really beg for the pity invite. But it was fun and it was different. And I feel like we can all think about times in residency where we just didn't get to do something we really would have liked to have done. So I guess that's my segue, Chloe. Do you have a story for us? I do, Josh. <laughs> um... I mean, I think that there's a lot of small things. Like there's, you know, friends' dinner parties or just things that you want to go to that you don't because you're on call or something like that. Like that happens all the time and that happens mm-hmm. for anybody who's working. Yeah. Um, just more so, I think, in this job. But I think one big thing that kind of sucked was my sister got married in September. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to do a shout out to my sister, but I don't think she will listen to this. (laughs) Here's to you, Jess. Um, but yeah, so she got married in September and thankfully I went to the wedding. I was the maid of honor, but I, um, I was, I was, I planned her bachelorette essentially, um, but didn't have time that I had actually been allowed off. So it was really a flip of the coin of whether I was going to get time off and I didn't. I didn't get the weekend off. So I ended up having to sort of plan a bachelorette from far away and not go. So I got FaceTimed like the night of my sister's bachelorette with all these people having such a good time. And as the maid of honor, you kind of go like, oh, this is supposed to be my jam. This is supposed to be like (laughs) the big thing that I do. And I just, I still planned it. I still was, you know, sort of involved, but I wasn't a part of it. Yeah. And that's something that you, like, I'll never have that. I'll never be able to look back and go, wow, like, that was the last time my sister was a single lady and yeah. we had sister bonding time, right? Yeah. Like, next time I was like, oh, you know, now you're married. It's yeah. like, lame. <laughs> Ashley, do you have one for the pity pile? Yeah. This I don't know. like a group I, crying I, session. I, Should we bust out the tissues or something? I don't know. 
Well, it's not that. I <laughs> do you have ice cream? Yeah, yeah we can eat that. it later. Yeah. So I've only been in residency for like seven months now, six months. So I didn't miss too much, but I didn't actually age last year because I missed my birthday. Which I like is fine. I was on call the entire time, so I maintain that I'm still 26. <laughs> um, <laughs> strong, strong play. <laughs> is that fair? Is that, is that I was. Allowed? I thought you were gonna say that you like are born on like a leap. Like I thought that. I thought that that's what it was. <laughs> it's basically it basically didn't happen because I was on call for 26 hours, so there was never like yeah. birthday, which is fine. I'm totally chill at being 26 again. Yeah. Um, it was okay, but like you don't. It's just not the same because like. My parents would have come, and I probably would have had like dinner with friends after work, and like. Well, did you say your parents did come to Vancouver? They tried okay, to. Okay, so my parents were here, but I just didn't get to see them because <laughs> they were they flew in that day for my birthday, and I was like, "Sorry, guys, like I'm on call." So they actually just chilled in my apartment until it, I came home the next morning. Doesn't that so perfectly summarize what residency sometimes demands? Yeah. Your yeah. parents show up to hang out with you on your birthday, and your response is a ghost text. Like, sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. It's not going to happen. <laughs> See you later. But it was cool. You know, like, overnight, like, I really enjoy call and internal medicine because you get to see, like, the coolest stuff. And I... I wish the podcast listeners could see Chloe and I's facial expressions. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, not this, nice. I got this really cool case. I feel like it was my birthday case. It was, to- like, I swear it was toxic alcohol poisoning with ethylene glycol. It was, like... It was super cool. I'm really happy that you can find joy in yeah. this story. <laughs> and I think that's the, the t- listeners will too. Yeah, ethylene glycol sure. poisoning is so interesting. Yeah, right, super Chloe. Cool. <laughs> no. There's a re- reason we're physicians. I don't get metabolic acidosis. Yeah, I feel like my like, <laughs> no. my enjoyment of like like I guess being on call on Christmas was like the team environment and how different the hospital is. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like all of a sudden. It's quiet and people somehow come together in this time of adversity when you have not very many staff and you really have to pull together to make things happen. And I just, and then you feel for the patients that are there who want to go home. Totally. But I feel like it's a nice environment. Like I think CTU at Christmas is like the whole healthcare team working at its at the very edge of pushing the limit, (laughs) but also, like, really coming together. So I feel like the patient interactions that I had on Christmas were, like, very meaningful. Like, you just, your heart goes out to them, and as a team, like, with all the nurses, everyone's kind of coming together to to just, like, get through what needs to be done. I I couldn't agree more. I actually had my staff call me after we were in the code, because codes at GSTRONG are very rare, just to be clear, at a rehab hospital. And, you know, she was apologetic. I'm sorry this had to happen. And I told her on the phone, you know, I'd rather be here than at home by myself. Like, it's Mm -hmm. kind of fun to be at the hospital, hanging out with all the nurses and all the patients on Christmas. One of the nurses stole me a turkey dinner because one of the patients didn't want theirs. I was like, thank you. I really appreciate that. And it's just those small acts of camaraderie that actually made it a fun day. Like, Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't a negative. It was different. It wasn't what I expected. But I still had a good day. So, I don't know. It just, life changes. Um, not necessarily for the worst, but it changes for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. I was on call on Halloween, which is, like, not as much as Christmas. <laughs> but when I, I was in, the, like, in the Emerge doing consults, and one of the ER nurses brought me, like, a cup of candy. And it was just, like, the sweetest thing <laughs> that anyone's ever done. I feel like it's really the food. Like, it's, mm. really, it's food. really about the food. It's about the food. You're right, Chloe. It was the turkey dinner that sealed it for me. Yeah. Uh, well... 
So, uh, yeah, and uh, you, you mentioned your birthday. I got to say, Ashley, plan ahead because I spent my 30th birthday on call and then I had to spend the entire 30th year of my life watching all my friends from high school have epic 30th birthday parties. No, wait, you're not 30 yet. Right, because I, I never turned 30 because I was on call. I, so I don't know if that's fun. real, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. We're making it a thing right now. But I do think that you could have a belated 30th. That could happen. Well, so uh, this is perhaps revealing too much, but unfortunately, I've, I've had another birthday since then. Oh, I forgot. So, I'm old man. Yeah, so I'm that was old. your 30th birthday. That was my 30th. So now mm-hmm. I'm 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, the second time around, I really didn't take advantage of the fact that I was turning 30 for a second time. Should have thrown a dope party, taken a lot of what, photos. What did you Facebook. do? I don't know, man. I probably just hung out here, <laughs> like, had a couple people over for dinner. Sounds like my kind of night. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, you know, I keep it real. <laughs> okay, let's make it official for the listeners. If you're on call and it's your birthday, you get an extra year of your life. It never you happened. Did not, it didn't happen. It I'm happened. sorry. I don't think that's, I just don't think that's real. Chloe, I think why that you if you bring a toxic cloud of negativity, it's not a toxic cloud to this of, podcast. of negativity. Hear me out. Everybody likes sleep, yeah. everybody loves sleep. Mm-hmm. What do you do after call? You sleep. I'm not sure surgeons, internal medicine physicians, cardiologists, like none of those people like sleep. I'm just saying you could start your birthday off with a really good sleep, a really good nap. <laughs> and that could be that could be the start of your day and then you're well rested and then right. you have your celebration, which right, could be right. just sitting alone like Jeff. I wasn't alone. I definitely invited at least two people over. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Chloe, thank you for, you know, revealing the intimate details of my family. <laughs> I don't know, guys. So do you do you have anything else to throw at the wall here while we have the record button red, which means record for those who don't often podcast at home? I got a host question for you. Okay. What's your New Year's? We'll go around the table. What's your New Year's resolution? How are you going to be a better person, better physician in 2019? Okay, I actually have an answer to this. I've been thinking about it. So in second year, I'm now a third year resident. Actually, I did this in third year for a bit too. Once a week, I would wake up early and go do an extra EMG case because I want to get good at EMG. And so I've decided that instead of doing that once a week, I could do that twice or three times or every day of the week. And even if there's no extra EMG case for me to do, I could just read some anatomy, which as a physiatry resident, Flo will understand you can always read more anatomy. Okay, now I want the listeners to know how far back in my head my eyeballs are. <laughs> it's my specialty. <laughs> Chloe? Question is a better person and physician? Yeah, I mean, you don't have to be physician. both. I mean, you have a lot to work on for better person, so. Hey. <laughs> oh, you thought she was going to throw some shade. I know, that was that was really me. Damn. <laughs> While the record button is red, i got to get my digs in, because we um, all know that when it's not red, you get your digs in on me all day long. This is true, but there's so much. <laughs> um, I don't know, like, honestly, I feel like I've debated about whether I actually like the idea of a New Year's resolution. Because I thought, I always find that you set a goal for yourself and we always frame it at like smart goals. Right? That's what we learn. You physiatry, you do smart goals. I feel like you're ruining this segment, but please continue. I, well, I was going to say that I, I feel like it's, it's not like necessarily a goal for myself. It's exactly what you said, which is like, you're changing your habits. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like I'm aspiring to. Right? Because so you didn't say you a goal. Change? 
Um, I think personally, I just need to figure out my exercise life. <laughs> just come play volleyball with me. It's no big deal. I'm not good at volleyball. I'm not good. Um, I'm not for the listeners. <laughs> I'm not a tall person. That's I true. don't have that advantage. Um, okay, I'll I'll think on this more. Doctor Yip, you obviously have an answer to this question. Yeah, you have an answer. You go. You were and then so you can ready come back. to no, tell the world so... how you're going to be a better person and physician. So I don't actually, I don't like New Year's resolutions either. I think it's a fun... This was your idea. No, 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 I'll answer the question. <laughs> but I, I think that if you want to make a change, it doesn't need to be on January 1st. If you think something needs to be changed, you just change it whenever you want to change it. All right, all right, um, all right. So I'll tell you, the, like, the one thing that I was working on um, earlier in the year, I was in CTU, and CTU gets super busy. Like, you're just trying to see so many patients and do so much paperwork, and you come in with an agenda and you don't really realize. And I listened to this podcast where a physician was hospitalized with something. I don't remember exactly what she was in the hospital with, but she was in ICU. And she just noticed, like, how cold some people could be with her. And they weren't really, like, paying attention to what she wanted. They, like, came in, asked the questions they wanted, and then left. So after I listened to that, I kind of stepped back in my head and recognized that I was also doing the same thing. Like coming in, I had my agenda, asked the questions, chest pain, shortness of breath, palpitations. Okay, good, gone. Um, and started to just try to like listen to what my patients wanted. And sometimes it was just like totally irrelevant or whatever. The food sucked or they loved the food. Um, but I felt like that made a difference in like establishing rapport and like getting meaning out of my practice. So something that I would do in 2019 again. That is super cool. I got to say as physiatrists, we are... I was gonna. I know. I was gonna say. I ask people. I think like all the things that I think. Like you go through your, you know, basic stuff that you always ask on internal. But I feel like I always talk about their life, so I end up with all this extra information, which is hard because sometimes you end up with way too much social knowledge about somebody, which is helpful, but in like an efficiency perspective. I mean, we're not, not known always. as the most efficient physicians in the hospital. No. But that's not our job. No, no, no. But definitely, I know one thing for me that drew me into physiatry was that uh, we had the chance to get to know our patients on more than just a medical level. And I think for every patient, I try and have like one or two talking points that have nothing to do with medicine. And so it might be the third or fourth question when I walk into the room that's actually a medical question. And uh, I think that's just one of the gems of our specialty. But I completely see where you're coming from, Ashley. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why we get burnt out too, because all of us come to medicine thinking, oh, we want to do good and we want to be the physician that our patients want us to be. And then we get caught up in all this other stuff yeah. because it's very complex. So Yeah, for sure. For sure. Very interesting New Year's resolutions team. And uh, I kind of caught Do you want to get, let's <laughs> come, let's <laughs> do circle back? Another, should let's we get, circle back with flow? Let's circle back. Um... There's so much. There's, <laughs> there's so much to work on. Um, but uh, one of the things that I think I've been trying to be better at is just taking a step back from like how I learn and deciding what's going to be the best way in terms of accumulating all this knowledge and retaining it for when we have to study for fifth year. I know that's so down the line, but I feel like... I don't know, in all this off-service, I have time to, like, really hammer home just basic concepts. 
So making like solid study notes, which some people maybe they made a couple years ago. Maybe I'm late, <laughs> but you know, I feel like it's never, it's never, it's never too late. And I think that that's something that I've sort of just been accumulating as of in the same way that we do all of our peripheral nerve exam and that you know your dedicated elbow exam and all those things of doing that for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. that's a big task. It's a big, it's a big undertaking. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do it myself. I'm sure Ashley is as well. No, Ashley Never too late to learn all of medicine. Your birthday party again. It's my birthday party we'll all over again. We'll open up comparisons <laughs> and we'll start with radiology. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thank you very much for coming to, uh, to the fortress tonight to, to chat about Christmas and how our lives have changed. It's, uh, it's been memorable reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we've learned a lot. And I guess I guess I want to put this out there just to be like, yeah, these things are going to happen, and uh, yeah, things are going to change, but that doesn't mean it has to be a negative. Like, I really enjoyed Christmas this year, and I wasn't expecting to. Like, I thought I was going to spend every evening alone, and I spent every evening with new friends and other other people's families, which was which was awesome. So I think you said it earlier. Like, it it's not bad; it's just different. <laughs> no. Yeah. Very positive. Very positive. Thank you very much, everyone, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for having us. Bye.